Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. The show's namesake, BJ Shea, is on assignment, but running the boards is Joey D's. Wah. Wednesday, yeah. also known as Loki Day. Yay! And, uh, well, this is the last Loki Day for a little while because we're going to be talking about the season finale of <laughs> Loki. <laughs> First season wrapped up in a hell of a way. And, of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. .com. Gonna have our blogs, podcasts, and more. More. Or just search BJ Shays Geek Nation. BJ Shays. BJ Shays. The braces are getting in their way again, but yeah, that does not see? mean that you cannot find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app if you just search for BJ Shays <laughs> Geek Nation. <laughs> when you do a radio voice, it doesn't slur. It doesn't slur. <laughs> I've gone, I swear to God, this whole last year, I have gone full nerd. Like, <laughs> I never needed glasses in my entire life. I never needed braces. And this she- the last 12 months, I've gotten both. You're like, fine, it's time to relive your awkward teen years by doing it now. Uh, Sorry. And then dating's awkward as hell still, so that's fun. <laughs> well, Anywho. <laughs> congratulations on that. Uh, yes. Uh, enough about me. Yeah, enough about you. Let's talk about Loki. Yes! So, episode six did drop, and... Um, I like to call this the exposition episode um, because there was a little bit of uh, a little bit uh, of action, but unlike something like a WandaVision, which was essentially just an entire fight between the two visions, uh, and then Agatha and Scarlet Witch both, you know, duking it out to kind of reach the pinnacle and the ending of that. This was literally other than a small fight scene, which is kind of the uh, kind of the basis for this show. Really, it's been a lot of uh, a lot of dialogue, some beautiful scenes, mm-hmm. and then uh, a little bit of a fight to kind of placate the masses. Uh, this really had that as well. And I've been advocating this entire time, don't expect a big reveal at the end. And what do they do? They give us a big reveal at the end. I'm not, oh. I, I, I didn't mind that there was no fighting or anything, but I will say since the start of the episode, especially with all of the uh, like quotes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. My like, I started getting really nervous. Like, I don't know like, how. What's going or, on? I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? I mean, my ADHD still kicks in, and it makes me hard to focus. But I was like, "What?" Like, yeah. I was just super nervous. I'm like, "What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen?" Well, and I don't know why or how that came over me, but well, they did a good job. And the 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 title screen starts going. It goes through all the things. Like, it shows the Marvel stuff, and it's like you hear like a bunch of stuff. A, a lot of the uh, characters. Uh, their voices and stuff that's been going out throughout the what the ten year twenty three movie um, phase you know infinity saga essentially and then it starts mixing in stuff with like one small step for mankind Nelson Mandela a lot of real life stuff was mixing into it mm-hmm. and it seamlessly showed just went right into showing a streamed timeline and then a giant mansion at the end of the universe. I have all the quotes if you want to hear really? them. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I rewatched the quote thing, and that's when I texted you, make sure you have your subtitles on. It's yeah. going to help you a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for those who didn't catch all of them, uh, we do have Way to Go Tic Tac, Sam Wilson to Scott Lang becoming Giant Man. <laughs> that's How You Punch, Hope Van Dyke to Scott Lang while training. 
the sound of the Incredible Hulk roaring. Roar. Wakanda forever. That's where it got me. I was like, oh, God. Yep, yep. Oh, why are you doing this to me? Black Panther, obviously, to the Wakandan army. It's not mm-hmm. the regular Wakanda forever. It's Wakanda. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, you are. <laughs> and will forever be a treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, one of my favorite moments. Uh, oh, wait, no. Uh, you haven't heard of me. Scott Lang to Sam Wilson. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me put you on hold, Natasha Romanoff, to Colson before fighting. Oh, that's still <laughs> one of the best fight scenes. Dance Off Bro by Peter Quill, challenging when I heard Ronan. That, I started cracking up, and I l- immediately looked to my wife. I was like, I can watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy right now again. Well, here's the thing. I'm sitting here trying to like put the pieces together. I'm like, what do these all have in common? That kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. when that happened, I was like, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Sound of Thor's Hammer, Mjolnir flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a friend from work, Thor referring to the Hulk <laughs> during the arena fight. I can do this all day, Captain America to Captain America in the Endgame. Oh, yeah. So it's really running the timeline mm-hmm. of all like major character moments. And then Captain America to Captain America. Yeah, I know. And I thought, I'm like, is that really, did they really put that one in there? <laughs> it's like, I'll show you ferocity. Hank Pym punching Mitchell Carson in the face from Ant-Man. Wow, yeah. Higher, further, faster, baby Carol Danvers to her co-pilot. Uh, we have a Hulk, Loki quoting Iron Man from the Battle of New York's to Thanos. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, we have a Hulk. I'm like, but that wasn't Tony Stark. Um, there's also, we're going to jump on that spaceship and get out of here. Want to come? Korg inviting Loki. <laughs> Who the hell is Bucky? Winter Soldier after hearing his name from Steve Rogers. I have part of a plan. Peter Quill to the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Puny God from Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Doctor oh, Strange. yeah. Oh, there's uh, goosebumps right there. All right. Crap. There was an idea. Oh, now they're oh, sorry. <laughs> Nick Fury, speaking of the concept of the Avengers initiative to the Avengers, uh, you are an Avenger. Oh my God, oh, I keep getting chills. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Clint Barton to Wanda Maximoff during the Battle of Sokovia. You will never be a god. Loki to Thanos before being killed by the Mad Titan. Oh gosh, yeah. That's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Me too. Bruce Ant Banner. <laughs> You sent my suit through the mail, Hank Pym to Scott Lang about the Ant-Man suit. <laughs> Time is the true enemy of us all. And I can never say his name. Uh, Castilius speaking on his mission to Doctor Strange. The bad oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Castilius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This other one, fairly recent one, by recent event a week prior, Glorious purpose. <laughs> Richard E. Grant's classic Loki's last words. That's awesome. Still chills yeah. again. Sorry. Yeah. What is grief if not love persevering? Vision speaking to Wanda about love. And open your eyes, which was Sophia de Martino Sylvie telling Loki after they've enchanted uh, Elioth. Open your eyes. But then the other quotes that may not have been so MCU. I mean, they weren't. They yeah, weren't they from weren't, MCU yeah. people. They're actual. From actual people. One small step for man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, astronaut Neil Armstrong taking the first steps on the moon. How dare they? And if you don't know who Greta Thunberg is, she's speaking to the United That's Nations. That's what it was. Yeah. The environmental activist. She, she was the, like 15. She's yeah. 15 years old or 16 now. Um, the environmental activist. My dream from Malala Yufazia, who speaking on equality in education. She was uh, the young Muslim girl who got shot in the head because she was going to school, yes. wanting to get an education, and she has since become a motivational speaker and just icon. And then uh, we have fought for the right to experience peace from Nelson Mandela, and I will rise, Maya Angelou. 
Damn. And I, oh god, Julian. Yeah. Oh! So that's just what started. That like that was like the start of the episode. <sighs> and then then we see them getting up into the 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 castle and they open the they Citadel at the end of time. They're trying to figure out how to open, whether or not they want to open the door. So he's like, "Give me a minute, give me a minute." And then the like, door Aren't you going to convince me not to? Yeah, yeah, right. Come on, come on. And then it opens up. And last week, I made a tweet that said, if Miss Minutes is the big bad of this series, I will be pissed, but also impressed. I, for a second, thought of you when I saw Miss Minutes pop up. I'm like, oh, she crap, just, was he right? They walked through, and Miss Minutes popped up, and I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out she is not the big bad, but she does introduce it, and she's been in on it all along. Miss Minutes knows that it is he who remains who turns out to be Jonathan Majors, whom we know who has been uh, cast as Kang the Conqueror in... Ant-Man and the Wasp. uh, Quantumania. Quantumania. Yeah, so we do know that he's going to already be this character... In the uh, in future movies, mind you, that movie is not coming out until February 2023. Yeah, so it's a ways off. So they're introducing this character, and then he goes into like like I was saying, huge exposition. There was there was a little bit of sword fighting because Sylvie's still dead set on killing him for all the stuff that he's done, especially specifically to her. She's yeah. like, it is personal because you did it to me, but he is not what you were going to expect. The master of everything to be. You thinking someone grandiose that speaks, you know, very elegantly and has these... I'm very picturing almost ego, but more fancy. Yeah, Ego absolutely. from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, yeah. And this is just a guy. It was, but then at that same point, whenever Sylvie tries to kill him, he already knew what was going to happen. He already zips away. He's a guy who's seen some crap because he has lived millions and millions of lifetimes which he explains and he breaks down the multiverse like this is sort of intro into phase four like this is phase four 101 multiverse 101 because we've speculated and there have been casting rumors and all this stuff but this is essentially taken all the casting rumors from like the last year and a half because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic and everything kind of slowing everything down and has confirmed it all like at this point all bets are off. Like when you're saying, like, oh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in the next movie, and th- they're all being, like, you know, uh, hush, yeah, hush, like, oh, this is just rumors. We don't know. Same with Charlie Cox being yeah. Daredevil. Like, confirmed. Oh. It's all. Just assume it's all confirmed <sighs> yeah. at this point. At this point, it's completely, utterly, possibly confirmed because he breaks it down that him or a variant of him uh, basically took like. It was his fault, like the multiversal war that they talked about that the TVA is holding to like holding the timeline together. It was one man from what, like the 31st century yes. or something like that, discovered time travel or interdimensional travel, not time. Tra- well, I mean, yeah, whatever. It's like I mean, fifth it's- dimension travel. I don't even know anymore. Potato, but po- po- whatever. Yeah. And so now it was him fighting all the variations of himself him figuring out how to tame a lieth that eats time and space, and that was how he was able to get rid of all of the other hymns to be he who remains. Yes. It is really complicated and very convoluted, but that's kind of the basic thing was like there was a Highlander, or if you remember the one from Jet Li, that movie, Mm -hmm. essentially all of him are fighting each other to become the one. Infinitely. Throughout infinite time and infinite space. Yeah. Always. So, and it's one of those that it's like, it's like telling someone, it's like, oh, do you know what a billion dollars looks like? No, 
because it's just not fathomable by your brain. Like to see, I can't imagine a billion, you know, pennies right now. Like I can't, like it's impossible for me. So like to talk about the infinite hymns fighting all of this and just trying to make it into one timeline. Cause even he says, it's like, I'm not a good person. Like we're all villains here. He just flat out states to the, the, you know, Loki, Sylvie and himself, but there's worse hymns out there. And so he gives Loki Syl- and Sylvie a choice. He's like, I'm kind of done with all of this. You can take over or you can kill me. If you take over, you've got to keep all this together. And basically, you're going to be the leaders of uh, the TVA. Yeah, of the TVA of a crappy bureaucracy for the end of time. Or you can kill me and unleash the uh, multiverse of madness. Hey. So we kind of figure out what's going to be happening through all of this. And, of course, this means that we have to come to the decision. And he's like, oh, yeah, all you guys have to do is just take over for me. This will be fine, won't it? No. Sylvie has plans. Sylvie is not backing down from her uh, I want to kill you plan, which that's the reason why, because Loki realizes, nah, this dude's telling the truth. I'm a professional liar, and this guy isn't lying. And so they have a uh, a, a, a headbutting of dogma, really, essentially, at that point in time. Both What's worse, the-, the devil you know or the devil you don't know? Exactly. And speaking of uh, devils and Mephesto mm. and stuff, mm. here's our big Mephesto here. There probably isn't a Mephesto. It's been Kang all along. But again, not Kang because this is just he who remains Kang, a variant kind of, of it. I mean, you might we might have seen him at the very end when Loki comes back to the TVA and he's running around. And you see that big statue. That might be Kang. Yeah, exactly. And that's the interesting part when it comes to it because all these things break down. We see that Loki and Sylvie, they have genuine moments through all of this. And Sylvie has her glorious purpose, which is to kill he who remains, who did all of this. So she uses his special temp pad to kick his ass right out of the, kick Loki's ass right out of the room. He sends him back to the TVA and does the deed. So guess what happens? The time branches break off. We're going into the multiverse now. This has confirmed that we are doing all of this. That is crazy. I didn't expect that to happen. And maybe it's because WandaVision slow rolled all of it so much mm-hmm. that I was not expecting it at all. Yeah, I don't know. I, I For me, uh, it wasn't a bad episode by any means. I guess I kind of expected it, though. Maybe the, even th- at the beginning of the series, I'm like, well, the series is going to clearly lead right into the multiverse of madness. Well, yeah. but-, but how? That was the question. Like, how were they going to get there? Yeah, I think the uh, storyline of the idea that Sylvie has to be essentially a mirror of uh, the the last man standing or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Makes he sense. He who remains. Yeah, he remains because they're essentially supposed to be the same per. Well, they're supposed to have the same motives, which is that uh, they both believe that their purpose, or if you will, that only one can remain, yeah. kind of a thing. So her. Pushing Loki out makes sense. I don't really know if they sell me on that throughout the series because the other Loki, Hiddleston's main character, Mm -hmm. is kind of the exact opposite, which is that you can actually move through your grief and pain and become a different person. So it's odd to me that they sell it as her then completing her journey of, well, I'm going to ignore that. And they sell me on the other side of him because now it makes me think he's going to be the hero, not Doctor Strange or anything like that. Well, uh, they have, well, they haven't officially confirmed it, but I mean, we can pretty much. It's reportedly he's going to be in Doctor Strange too. Yeah. Multi-murder of madness. It'd be really stupid if he didn't appear in it. 
And by the way, for those who don't know, um, Elizabeth Olsen will be returning as Scarlet Witch in it. Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, um, Chiwetel Ejiofor, I'm sorry, I butchered it, uh, will also be reprising their role, uh, their roles. But also new to the Marvel realm will be Xochitl Gomez. Who's that? She was going, she's America Chavez. Oh, yeah. She's the multiverse <laughs> hopping America Chavez. My favorite thing about her, and I only know her from Marvel Strike Force, the, uh, the app the game, game that I play, she literally punches holes into the multiverse to travel. Like, literally mm-hmm. punches portals. Like, she punches, portal shows up, she hops through. Right. That's badass. And if she does, if Loki doesn't appear and isn't a big part of this, WTF. And I think uh, it does rewrite one of the things that we thought happen is that Wanda was the one who was going to mess up the multiverse. Yeah. That was just kind of like what we thought was going to happen after, you know, uh, what's her face? Agatha is like, you, you don't are know. chaos magic. And you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you unleashed. And yeah. we're like, oh, crap. And it's weird because uh, timelines kind of go out the window at this point in time because obviously with the TVA, uh, TVA is still sticking around. Um, but now they have a new boss, technically. Yeah, it's uh, Kang, Kang the Conqueror, or at least they changed the Timekeeper's statue into one of He Who Remains or Kang, depending on however which way. This reminds me of Rick and Morty. Yeah, Citadel of Ricks. Well, and that's the thing you say that because there was a basically a a council of. Uh, of Kang's mm-hmm. at some point and he has bu- like I had to do a whole bunch of different looks uh, you know looking up information about that but essentially Kang he's been known uh, as many different characters uh, in the comic books Immortus Rama Tut uh, the Scarlet Centurion Iron Lad who was a young Avenger hmm. which again leads to more of the young Avenger stuff because Sylvie was the Enchantress in Young Avengers okay. we had Speed and Wiccan, uh, Wiccan uh, were young Avengers uh, we got the I'm blanking on her name. The Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawkeye's daughter. Who no, was, she, no, I don't think that's his daughter. It's not daughter. You're right. His protege. Exactly, exactly. I keep on messing that up. Yeah. Um, and then also Iron Lad, who was a version of Kang the Conqueror. And we also got one from um, Winter, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Or, um, oh, Falcon yeah, Winter the guy Soldier. who was going to be the new Falcon. Oh, was we it? got him, too. Um, Ramirez. But yeah. then we also got the, the grandson of... Oh yeah, you're I'm right. On his name, it's not Jebediah. It's um, you Jeremiah? know, Jeremiah. I don't know the the old super soldier, right? The old super soldier, the African American super soldier. His yeah. grandson is also a young Avenger, as well as the daughter of Ant Man. Mm-hmm. And we're getting all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, like he's got such a convoluted um, history, Kang himself. Um, where is his real name? Is Nathaniel Richards? You remember the last name Richards? Hmm. He may or may not be a distant relative of one old one old Reed Richards. Maybe. Uh, maybe of the Fantastic Four, which has also maybe been kind of sort of kind of confirmed as a movie that's going to eventually be happening. Um, also, he has uh, maybe a descendancy from Doctor Doom. So uh, there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff like that. The big thing with this is that it absolutely 100% opens up the possibilities of anything. Mm-hmm. There was a, uh, a, a mention back, I think Tyrese Gibson or one of the one of the people who were who was in Morbius, the living vampire, was saying, oh yeah, this is an MCU movie. And everyone's like, dude, dude, shut up. And uh, some people just thought he was kind of talking out his butt or anything along those lines. But I mean, now, like, we could see Tom Hardy's Venom and Woody Harrelson's Carnage, depending on how that movie ends up, fighting any one of the number of Spider-Men that are out there, including the Into the Spider-Verse. He, they could be fighting Spider-Pig or Spider-Ham or whatever the hell Spider-Man. he's called in that one. 
So it's crazy. Okay. So before I forget, there were there was one technically two things that might go together that I was not 100% sure of or even 100% liked. Okay. So that whole conversation that Mobius was having with Renslayer when he's like, hey, I'm back, bitch, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm going to go take care of this. I'm still stuck on my beliefs. Like, we got to do what the main guy says. Come on. Yeah. And then she just steps out. Then she steps out. But, like, she kind of said something at the last second that kind of sounded like, okay, no, I changed my mind. I think she needs to find her own truth know, and find her own purpose. But she was so adamant because I think he said something along the lines like we got to, you know, look for the truth. We got to figure this out. And then she kind of said something that mirrored it, making it sound like she changed her mind in that split second. And if that's so, that seemed kind of silly. Just yeah. like you change your mind now, like all of a sudden in like a half a second. Um, and that being said, I was a little curious and confused when they are hanging out with he who remains and he's like, we just passed the threshold. I don't know what's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. And that being said, what, like, what was it at that point? Is it what I was a little confused on that? And it was it Renslayer going in and messing things up. Uh, I think. And here's the deal. He knows everything about the time. Mm-hmm. He knows everything about the timeline up until that point. So he constructed everything to happen up until that point, until he hears the thunderclap, because that is him passing into the time that he knows nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, then at that point in time... Uh, so he's a creator, and he it's kind of like building out the tracks to the train in front of you. Yes. And, and then he, just stopping at a certain point. And he, at that point in time, is assuming, because he is like, he's uh, he, everything has been led up to have the Lokis be the ones to take over everything. And so at that point, he's leaving it up to them because he doesn't want to know. Mm -hmm. He just wants them to do what they think is right because he doesn't care either way. A, he's a little nutty, but B, he also said he will just be back no matter what. He will always make it up to that point no matter what. Yeah, kind of a similar line. I think in my mind, the way I interpret it is he knows he's going to die. Like that's the idea. You can't see beyond your own death. Like, so oh, yeah. Good good call. Yeah. and Oh, th- just like the ancient one. Yeah, which is the whole hilarious yeah, part about yeah. it because he goes, oh, you're either going to kill me and I'm going to retire in death or you're going to meet my other versions. But in his mind, they're the same. Because yeah, yeah, it's him. It's, it's just still him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the, the most terrifying aspect of that would be like, oh, yeah, you're either going to spend an eternity following somebody else's grand plan or you're going to break all of reality and Sylvie, in order to finish her own story, so to speak, now has created an entire new one where, yeah, now you have infinite apocalypses coming down. And not uh, the character apocalypse. Well, I mean, now he can show up because uh, who knows what the hell is going to mm. be happening. But literally, this event now opens up everything. Mutants, uh, whatever you want, any sort of things. Uh, what was it? Japanese Spider-Man that BJ talked about a, a little while ago on our main show. Like, there's a Spider-Man out there, not just the Spider-Verse mech one, but there was a one from, like, the 70s where Spider-Man was in Japan and had a mech. So, like... And that was a thing, and if you look it up online, that's quote-unquote part of the MC universe. Like, there's one of, or multiverse, I get, I guess, at this point in time. Like, it's from an Earth of something, you know, like, usually you have, like, 616 or the Ultimate Universe or something. It's got its own designation. All of these things now are possible. Yes, my prediction. Okay. For the future of this <laughs> lovely 10 years or more movies we may get. God, right? Um, the whole theme of this show seems to be that the two Lokis, Sylvie and Hiddleston's character, seem to create such a variation 
in the timeline <laughs> that it's just not been seen before. So my thought is that this Kang has brought these two together intentionally to defeat all Kangs. So it's somehow later on down the line, we'll see them come back together. I don't know if they're going to fall in love because <laughs> they did this. I don't know if you can fall in love with yourself, but they will eventually defeat the Kangs. Yeah, it's going to be one of these very long sort of things, and I'm very interested in to see how they're going to use Jonathan Majors as a character because we've seen the other variations not have to be a Tom Hiddleston, obviously, because we've got two Lokis there, and we had so many different Lokis that weren't Tom Hiddleston, but also there were some, like President Loki. So I feel that there's going to be a lot of times where we see a character, and you're going to have to think, is that a Kang? Like, is that a Kang variant? We don't know. Or it'll be very apparent when it's the same character or it's the same actor doing that. Yeah, what a great actor, too, playing. So good. so good. And also just knowing going forward that he's going to have to play so many different personality types is exciting. It's one of those things that reminds me of um, when BJ and Vicky were talking about Orphan Black and Tatiana Maslany mm-hmm. yeah. and dealing with uh, how many times she'd have to deal with different character. I want to see his range when it comes to that. Or even, uh, uh, oh, not Michael Fassbender, the other guy, uh, who did Split. Oh, uh, McAvoy, James Thank McAvoy. Thank you, yeah, James McAvoy, who was able to do that and just slip into those different characters. Like, his range on that was super good. I love this. There are a ton of Easter eggs in this episode. Uh, you can go back and, you know, there's videos that are like eight hours long that can break down every single thing that are in them. Uh, but now it is time for you to really kind of get into the uh, researching of the multiverse if you want to, or just go along for the ride for S's and giggles. It, it did occur to me, though, yesterday that this whole show if you've only if you're not a super huge like nerd and geek about the marvel cinematic universe and go all crazy with bulletin boards and stuff like we do um and you're just like a casual viewer of you're like i like marvel movies i'm not like a huge super fan but i I like watching them they're fun whatever i i was telling people you're gonna like loki it's still like you can still understand it you know where it's going Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that is still the case even after watching the last episode. However, I think not that they'll be confused with the ending, it, but it's not going to be as satisfying of an ending if you're not a hardcore. Like, and I don't want to yeah. say hardcore. Like, more of a super fan. If you're a casual fan, it might be like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I've seen some people being like, well, what does that even mean? And Mm -hmm. it was, it kind of reminds me of the time that I brought in my Infinity Gauntlet into work. Just because (laughs) it was like Infinity War or something. I was super stoked. And one of our our co-workers is like, what is that about? And I was like, do you want the long version or the short version? She's like, short version, please. I'm like, it's a big MacGuffin for a whole bunch of movies. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, there's going to be that point where... People will be very happy to explain this to somebody, but it's going to be like that meme uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with Charlie Day, thing. where yeah. he's like the bulletin board. Yeah. Yep. So if uh, if you're a casual fan, you might want to do your own research and kind of slowly get into it. Um, or you can, if you're ready to sit down there for hours and hours on somebody who's a super nerd about it, uh, well, uh, have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, we got confirmed season two already. Yeah, Loki, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the little split scene there, the, 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 the short little uh, scene said, Loki will be back for 
Season two. Yes. And I think they're going to try to squeeze in before Ant-Man in 2023. I think they kind of have to at yeah. this point yeah. in time to see what happens because we still, we've still got enough things that are going on before that, including Spider-Man, which is going to just break all of that open with Doctor Strange in there. And then uh, with everything else going on, I really want to see where they're going to be going with all of this. But imagine that. Imagine at this point in time that Kang is going to be the Thanos of this. And I feel that's kind of a solid way to look at it at this point in time, unless they give us a, unless they give us a swerve. And despite time travel, it actually really will be a good storyline because it won't be hard to follow. That's and what it, I was gonna ask, like, because there was like this was a show about time travel technically. How did, and you hate time travel because you always nitpick it. But how did you feel about it, and how do you feel about this going forward? Uh, you know, they do they do this hand wave thing that Disney always does, which is I found this giant space eating monster hand wave. Just yeah. to, and and. I don't like it, but I also understand that it's very simple, which is a good thing to do. Meaning, like, they're not going to be like, well, there's 10,000 layers and he can only go into five or something like that. It's mm-hmm. mostly just ignore this principle, understand this thing is just an end all. And it's like, all right, whatever, that's fine. And then it makes it easy for me to like the show. Okay. And that's, and that's yeah. one of the things, too, is it's, it's sometimes it's very hard to do, especially when a, a show or something adheres to the real world rules. Yeah. And then, they're trying and, too hard to explain yeah. it to make it make sense. And, and it's then, like, yeah, they never get it. something in right there. And you're like, but that doesn't work with this, this, and this that you've established. If you just kind of stick to that where the past and the future are always sort of kind of things that are there that are constant. And now I think they're trying to get away. I mean, obviously the TVA is a way to get into the different time zones to kind of figure all that stuff out, but they're really focusing a lot more on the, I guess, instead of the, uh, like the vertical, the horizontal of the multiverses. Mm -hmm. So they want to focus more on the different people which also makes sense, the fact that Kevin Feige had just said they didn't want to stick people with multi-year uh, or multi-movie contracts anymore. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, if you want to bow out, we can find someone else to play a different multi-dimensional person of you, that character. And yeah. Now, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the way that I understand it, the way they hand-waved it in this one, it makes a lot more sense in my head this way, is King didn't really win. He just shut off the power to all the other the other universes. Absolutely, one hundred percent. He just he stymied it, and the whole TVA is just to keep it down. Yeah, imagine a bunch of TVs, and they're all off except for one. And then the second that he gets killed, they all come back on. Yeah, as soon as that yeah. one TV like breaks, all the other ones are like, "Oh, it's time to go on." And then suddenly you just get overloaded, just sensory overloaded. And this, except this time, it's a bunch of different people who want to uh, conquer the multiverse. Yes, and it occurred to me when you were talking about like line going up and everything. When we see, and I'm blanking on the name of that that planet that Sylvie and Loki were on. That oh, the, like the luminous one. Yeah, the or, one that yeah, they were gonna yeah, yeah. die on. Uh-huh. But then they get saved last second because when they're together, it's not a branch they were creating. The line went straight up. Yeah. So that means that I think from that point on they would ex- that they would exist in the same universe in all universes. Oh, that's my brain thinking because yeah, it just goes yeah. straight up, and then you would think it would just continue going on, and maybe that's why he picked those two Lokis. Yeah, and, and he let them get to him in a sense because there's something about them that works. The problem is, is that she can't trust and he can't be trusted. Exactly. So they got to work to come together, and now. Now I'm just looking at like the future projects and I'm looking at something like, what if, man? What if? No, no, no. It, it is. Like all of those are just multiverses mm-hmm. now at this point in time. They're all real. Uh, and <laughs> if you guys just kind of want a kind of rundown of what we are expecting to see in the near future, movie-wise, I don't have any of the shows on here. Yeah. Uh, the key release dates to keep in mind, 
Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is coming out September 3rd of this year, 2021. And I have no idea how that's going to fit into this whole craziness or if it it will be like, will Shang-Chi eventually join everyone like, hey, let's help. Let's save the world. I hope so. Um, Eternals will be November 5th, 2021. See what the hell they were doing during all this. It's like, and I saw a meme. It's just like everyone was making fun of them. Like, well, you didn't want to come by when Thanos was here. They're like, no, that's small potatoes. Yeah, they got that. They got that. We have to deal with an infinite amount of baddies now. Uh And then also this year, December 17th, 2021, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Which is what we think is, I don't want to say jumpstart to the multiverse because we're technically already here. Yeah. Like we just got the first like nudge or push into it. Um, And then... Not until next year in March will we see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. March 25th. Thor Love and Thunder will be a few months later. May 6, 2022. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. July 8th, 2022. Which I heard they were having like they're currently filming. But they had to like they're rewriting or doing stuff as they're filming. So they did it like yeah they I think they had I think Angela Bassett said they had something like six different scripts that they've right. had for this movie. I mean mixed in with the fact that uh, Chadwick Boseman passed, mm-hmm. uh, multiverse kind of opens up the fact that they don't necessarily have to really kind of regard it that much or kind of no. dwell on the passing of they him. They did say they're not going to recast him. However, like maybe uh, T'Challa's. Black Panther will no longer be there. This this opens up Killmonger to be the new Black Panther too. So who like knows? speculation is endless at this, this point. Is just Kong conquering all the the Kang. products. Kang, sorry, Kong. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> like it's gonna be Wakanda too, and it's gonna be like oh, Kang comes in and conquers them. I <laughs> Quite possibly. From, I mean, gosh. From what it sounds like, because it's Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and the other title, Black Panther Two, Wakanda Forever. I think they're gonna be focusing more of the people and other characters within Wakanda. Um, that's July 8th, 2022. The Marvels or the Captain Marvel 2 mm-hmm. uh, will be November 11th of 2022. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, like I said, is February 17th, 2023. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, May 5th, 2023. Man, and they haven't announced any sort of like um, big uh, Avengers type movies yet. So we don't have anything going along with those. I have a feeling that those are already it's, planned and they're going to be snuck in there the, somewhere. Here's the thing. I mean, we have a few Avengers still roaming around, obviously Thor um, and Hulk and stuff, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. But my curiosity is in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it sounds like, OK, this is where they're going to fight the multiverse crap (laughs) and like no way home is going to be like the extra gut punch so we have we just got shoved off the cliff that's going to be a gut punch on the way down then multiverse of madness we're going to deal with all this and i'm wondering if that's going to be the end or if this is going to be the start of new i don't want to say like new avengers like their origin stories because obviously we've already had their origin stories but like each movie is going to set up like a new team or a new a new thing so for example um, like now Loki's a good guy and in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness it's like okay now you're seeing where he's going to be going with yep, all of them now yeah. that you're another Avenger Thor Love and Thunder whatever happens there Black Panther will confirm might get some new Avengers might get a new Black Panther in the form of uh, Shuri uh, or even uh, Killmonger the Marvels we're going to have uh, I'm, I'm like Monica Rambeau yeah her powers explored more obviously and as we're well have as Miss Marvel Ms. in there as well too yeah Kamala Khan and then Quantumania so I feel it's kind of like, at one point, are we going to have like the big Thanos battle? Is it going to be Quantumania? Is it going to be like an Avengers movie that's going to be later? I'm hoping that there's going to have something, something big happens in multiverse. 
but, but it's not the end. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is going to be another ten year project that we're just seriously like. These are the first footsteps in a ten year uh, uh, road that they've been uh, planning probably uh, before the ending of the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. Like the the plans and the plot lines that they have for all of these are very intricate. Um, definitely uh, a, a long route to all of these, so they have to do the setup and all of it. I'm just super excited for all of that. Uh, I want to hear everyone's thoughts on the season finale of Loki, the rampant speculation. Throw out any sort of random things like that because I want to hear about them. Yeah, right? I totally thought it, like, I forgot it was Major, um, excuse me, uh, Jonathan Majors? Yeah, Jonathan Majors, yeah. I totally forgot he was Kang. I mean, he kind of looked like him. I'm like, was that the guy who was playing Kang? I don't remember. But then he's like, I've been called many things. A conqueror. I'm like, oh, wait, it's got to be. Yeah, exactly. A ruler, which is his Ramatut stuff from ancient Egypt. There's so many different things on that. You know what? And you said Mephesto, but as soon as you said the M, I was thinking Muppets. And I was like, I bet you there's 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 probably Muppet Avengers somewhere. There's probably one (gasps) universe, the multiverse, that is just a bunch of Muppets. dang it. I want to do a geek sheet and figure out who who would play what Muppet character. Muppet. Okay, well that that's a later geek sheet because right now we need to get to the geek sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what do you got for us? So if you saw me post a lot. Sometime last week that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, for those of you guys who love love uh, Lovecraft Country, yeah, who may have a familiar face if you watch Loki. <laughs> uh, they had canceled it, so there yeah. was not going to be a season two. But then, like the next day, it's like boom, fourteen Emmy nominations. Oh, I've watched the first two episodes of it, and I need to go back. And I feel like I—I w- I mean, it's an anthology, uh, kind of anthology series. But I kind of want to go back and watch the first two again and watch it all the way through because, yeah, everybody I've known that has seen it has loved it. And it's what is it like uh, the writer? Uh, I think um, Misha Green one or one of the showrunners, somebody tweeted out like, I'm just going to leave this here. They kind of put in like a little tease of what was going, what would happen in season two or what was, what was going to happen. I'm assuming without spoilers. And they said that there was even plans for a season three and beyond. Wow. Okay. So, okay. So there are plans. So at this point they could just shop it around to anyone else yeah. as opposed to HBO max. Right. However, I think HBO would be really stupid. They're like, 14 Emmy nominations. Hmm. Oh, yeah, let's just dump this one. All right, here's the season two, season three, uh, green light. Go, go, go. Make us that money. Gosh, right? And like it's kind of spooky. That's why I didn't watch it because you're like oh, you're gonna yeah. be freaking out. Well, and here's the thing: when they call it Lovecraft Country, it's dealing with Cthulian horrors and other yeah. things and monstrosities that were well entwined into the uh, Lovecraft mythos. So you're going to be dealing with scary stuff, sometimes some body horror and uh, otherworldly uh, cosmic beings. Yeah. yeah so. so it's probably not your uh, cup of tea there. However, um. It, this also blows my mind. On, on top of all those Emmy nominations, they've all they've been nominated for a total of seventy one awards. Who? Lovecraft Country. Whoa! Oh, I thought you thought I thought maybe you were just talking about like HBO Max as no, a total. No, no, no. Whoa. And they won that's six of, of those awards. I mean, it doesn't sound like six out of seventy one, but that's still a lot of nominations, which included a Golden Globe nomination for okay. best drama series. And its Emmy nods include nominations for Outstanding Drama Series, Outstanding Writing for a Drama Series, Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series, and Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. Damn. In fact, you know, it's already made history with, like, you know, it, I believe, uh, I forget her first name, uh, Smollett. She was also in Birds of Prey. Oh, the yeah, The lead yeah, yeah. actress uh, is her last, Smollett's her last name. 
Um, and then Majors, who like, oh, we may or may not have seen in Loki. No, we did. We, we very much did. Jonathan <laughs> yeah. Majors. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Are the first time black a black actor and a black actress from the same show have been nominated in both those categories. Uh, you were talking about Journey Smollett Bell. Yep. That mm-hmm. one. Yep, sure. Uh, I freaking love her. <laughs> yeah. Because she she's also been in a couple other things. Like when you go back and watch shows and they have like... Like a house, for example, I think she was on an episode of House years ago when she first started. Like a small, tiny role, and that was it for one episode. Nice. I'm like, wait, it's her. <laughs> it's like, uh, wait a minute. But we'll see. So if you love Lovecraft Country, you're hoping to see it. I'd still say watch it because they they may may have another one. Yeah, and again, like I said, it's like an they anthology might... series, so it's not like well, I don't know because I haven't seen. It. I don't know if it ends on a cliffhanger or anything along mm-hmm. those lines. But just the simple fact that it's kind of supposed to be kind of encased. So, I'm like, gonna, each episode you can kind of watch and go with, but it does have an overarching story. And uh, who knows? Amazon might buy it. Yeah, right. Uh, speaking of streaming services, uh, Netflix plans to expa- plans an expansion to offer video games. Now, that was kind of interesting in terms of, like, uh, I don't know if Joe remembers this, but they tried to do something called Gamefly. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, I like in that. like the, 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 All the commercials, I remember Yeah, those. and it was like the old school Netflix idea of we'll send you a game and you play it until you don't want to play it. You and send you it, back it back and get a new one. And uh, for those who don't know, Netflix used to be delivered in the mail. Yeah. You would ask, Ugh. you would pick the DVDs you wanted and they would send them to you. And then when you were done, you mail them back. Uh, yeah. Or you would never mail them back because maybe you lose them. That's uh, right. Yeah. And then you have just to buy the DVDs for Your Netflix. cat lost them, right? Oh, cat. yeah, sure. Yeah. The cat lost them. Totally. When you're like, I totally sent that back three months later, you find it under your couch. That was a bagel you sent back. Mm-hmm. So according to this, <laughs> to this article, it says Netflix boasts more than 207 million subscribers across the globe, and executives have mentioned their desire to compete with Fortnite gamers and YouTube content creators better. So this might, I'm wondering, how are they going to do this? Like, are they going to be hosting, like, video, as well as, you know, having the video games you can play? Do you play it on the Netflix app? Do they have a separate app you get? Do they deliver it through the mail? I don't know. Is it codes that you get? I don't know. And that's like, I mean, you have, like, they did the interactive stuff, but you had to do it. You couldn't, like, use your, like, TV app to Mm -hmm. use it. It was a whole thing thing you had to go through that's why i've never done any of the interactive stories that they've had because like i would try to be like it doesn't work on this device and i go through every single one of my devices in the house and doesn't work and i'm like well i don't know what to do so i don't care anymore um but this is also like is it going to be something like the google stadia where it's just a streaming game and they come with your own controller like do they have any details about this or they're just saying Mm. we're doing video games they're doing this it's like they were saying uh Mm. was it the chief operating officer greg peters said there's no doubt that games are going to be an important form of entertainment an important modality of to deepen the fan experience so i'm wondering if they're thinking here's custom games along with custom like content like movies and shows maybe it's like certainly games are a really interesting component of that. And also on top of that, they also signaled desire to step into the podcast arena last week when they hired former NPR executive to head to head uh, to be head of podcasts. So Netflix might be dabbling in that, too. You know what? But though that makes a lot of sense when you think about the uh, after the uh, shows. So mm-hmm. something like uh, the, the, the Talking Dead mm-hmm. or any of the shows that came after, like having a podcast that you can immediately click on. After you finish that mm-hmm. episode, we should maybe talk to them about something like hey, that. Hi. You know, like, hey, Smart guys. Idea. hey guys, look at us. We talk about stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll have our people talk Netflix to talk next right. time. Yeah, we'll get it done. 
We have people, I think. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Uh, I think it's very smart on their part to be exploring everything because the thing with Netflix is the joke is they killed Blockbuster. And Mm -hmm. Blockbuster, they had originally the OG people of Netflix like, hey, Blockbuster, how about we do a thing where we mail the DVDs to them and stuff? Blockbuster's like, no, we're fine. Where are they now? Yeah, one exactly. place ever in the United States, and like, I think yeah, Bend, Oregon. I think yeah. didn't like MySpace have a chance to buy Facebook back in the day too? Something like they're that. They're like, nah, we don't want to do that. We're fine. Taxi companies could have bought Uber. You know, yeah, yeah like, like all like, these like, things are like, no, this new technology is never going to work. Don't worry about it. That it, sort of it, thing. It works. But now Netflix has kind of set the standard of streaming services, and that is all we have now. Like I had to fill out a survey recently. Like what? cable do you have i'm like well my dad doesn't live with me anymore so i don't get his cable but i honestly i just do streaming because everything i want is on streaming i know i listed like four or five streaming services and then i just put in parentheses all the ones you don't have to pay for because i mean my cable service is the cable that comes with my smart tv now right it's like whatever that basic cable is that has like the Wipeout mm-hmm. channel and the Bachelor channel and uh, all sorts of really like a, <laughs> the Chive channel. And a lot of t- a lot of companies, and it's a very smart thing to do, whether it's a phone company or whatever, like Verizon, for example, like you sign up for Verizon, here's Disney Plus free for a year. Oh, yeah. Or like if you, you can do Hulu, they give you the option, like for a few bucks more, you can also get this. Or I think even yeah. Disney Plus, you can get Hulu and ESPN. They, exactly, so many yeah. They're bundling add-ons. a lot of that stuff, which is funny because everyone like break off from cable and now we're everyone's kind of going back to i think we would like everything bundled like cable again honestly like i, I mean as long as you can pick and choose what you're bundling it might still come out cheaper yeah. sometimes depending, especially if you're not somebody who consumes a crap ton of tech like movies and shows if you have your specific genre like let's say you have kids disney plus mm-hmm. and like it's good for you as an adult too and if you want your some netflix that too like one or two maybe three that's all you need an amazon prime like i already have amazon prime because I buy a lot of crap. (laughs) It's just an added bonus. Right. (laughs) Lots of different ways to go through all of that stuff. But yeah. We'll (sighs) see what happens. Exactly. And uh, hopefully the multiverse of streaming services doesn't break uh, the timeline as we know it. Well, until next time, guys, (laughs) stay nerdy. 